With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe. Uh, team's been playing well of late. You're on the uh, door of uh, locking up the home field and the wild card. You're still pursuing the Red Sox, so all's right with the world. Yeah, things have been good. We've been playing extremely well, and it's been a combination of some really good pitching, and, and we've been swinging the bats well, and... Um, you know, we we're in a we were in a really tough stretch of games where it seemed like every team we were playing was fighting for a playoff spot, and I thought our club responded really well. You know, they they've come through it, Joe. A lot of them. You've waited for some of them to come back and to bounce back and do different things. Now that you have it set up where you do, where you have the commanding edge uh, for the home field in the wild card, you're still pursuing the Red Sox with ten to play, three down, and you don't play them. Um, how do you view this as you prepare to go through your last 10 days? Well, I think it's a really important time. We need to continue to play well. Um, you know, your goal is to first get in the playoffs. But, I mean, the division is really important because I don't think anyone wants to be in a one-game playoff. You know, you play a lot of games, 162, and it, it could be one bad bounce or who knows what, you know, the reason is that you could possibly lose that game. So I think playing extremely well down this last 10 games is really important to our club. Um, because if we do, no matter what, we're going to be in the playoffs, and you feel good about your team going in. Joe, you're you're gonna get you're in, you know. Let's be honest. You have a, you have a seven game lead in the loss column, so you know at, with ten to play, and you're for the, for the wild card. We know that, so we can. I don't want to say you're in yet because you're not, but you almost are. The point is, at what point do you have to start to uh, prepare, prepare yourself for the one game? and back off the division, and is that nothing more than just the one pitcher, or do you consider that you need days to have your bullpen prepared? How many days do you need to prepare for the one-game playoff? Well, I, I think if you're in the one-game playoff, you know, you could reasonably give your guys in the bullpen Sunday and Monday off and feel and really feel good, good about where they are. And feel very good about your bullpen. Yeah. And how about uh, when do you – you've got to make the decision to have Severino ready that day, right? So that you've, right. you've decided on him, right? Right. Well, I mean, I, I think that's probably where we're looking. Okay. And, you know, he could he could pitch Tuesday and Sunday. He could pitch Wednesday. You know, I mean, that's the decision. The next decision that you have to make as a, as an organization as we move forward. Uh, were you um, were you concerned at all in any way of showing him to the Twins this late in September? Did that concern you at all, or you're not worried about that? Well, I, I think you think about that, but I think winning the division was more important to us. Okay. I, I mean, I think trying to win your division has to be your primary concern because, again, that one-game playoff, we've been through that, and we ran up against Dallas Keuchel, and, and, and we didn't do much offensively, so it's a, tough, it's a tough game. So I think that was more of a concern about trying to win the division. How do you feel about your, your, your everyday players? Are there any guys specifically who you feel need rest before you get to the – postseason or you feel comfortable that you can just handle that in the next 10 days and it won't be a big strain for you? Uh, you know, I feel like most of them are in a pretty good spot and I think you can handle that in the next two days. Um, you know, Guardy's not playing tonight. He's a little beat up from being hit in the shoulder. 
So he's going to get, you know, basically two and a half days off. And if he needs tomorrow, he needs tomorrow. So you feel pretty good about that. The other guys, you know, during this stretch, we've been giving them days off, trying to keep them fresh, and it's been working. Um, you know, Judge could probably use a day or two here if, if possible, um, maybe get L's a day. But I, I don't think we have to give them a lot. You know, the interesting thing, Joe, is going to be how you uh, make that lineup for the one game if you play it because you've had guys and played with more than just a set lineup. You've had guys where you've used this guy, used this guy, used this guy, used this guy, and used extra outfielders. And now for the one game, you have to decide. Like a guy like Ellsbury, he's almost been indispensable for you in September. I I agree. I mean, he has played outstanding the last six weeks, and – He's really, really important to our club. So, you know, I'd like to get him a day off, maybe another day off in this stretch, you know, for him because of his importance to our club right now. How about him? You know, you got. I've mentioned him to you a couple of times because I really am very impressed. He has salvaged what was a terrible year and turned everything around, turned the city around, turned everything around because he really, he took little roles first. He took pinch running. He took whatever you gave him. He's batted in the bottom of the lineup, never said a word, and now he has basically, with his play, made himself indispensable again. Yeah, I I think it's great what he's done. You know, he he fought back, and, you know, he went through that concussion, and there's always that question, did that lead to some of his poor play after he came back? I mean, that's that's going to be a question that we're always going to ask and we're always concerned about. But since, you know, the last six weeks, I mean, he's been as important as anyone on this club. And he has played at a level that we knew he was capable of playing at. And uh, you just want to see him finish out the year this way. Joe, when when you got Didi Gregorius, and and I remember, here's a guy who not only could he not field the position, he couldn't even run the bases when he first got here. I mean, he was, like, lost when he first got here. And look what he's become. In your wildest dreams, could you have ever fathomed he's become the player he's become? Well, I knew he could be productive. I'm not so sure I ever anticipated him hitting fourth in our lineup and, and driving in all the runs that he did. But I knew he had power. And we really felt like he just needed to play every day. You know, get an opportunity to play every day to find out exactly what he could do. You know, because I thought in some of the other stops, the play wasn't consistent for him. And I think that was difficult. And he kind of got labeled as, you know, he plays against right-handers, not left-handers. And we, you know, he was our guy, and we just said, Didi, you're our guy, and we're going to go with you, and you're going to play every day. So don't look over your shoulder. Don't worry if you go for four. And I think the first month of the season that we had him a couple years ago, he really tried to do too much. I think he was concerned about replacing um, Derek Jeter instead of just being himself. And that's very understandable. I can relate to that. Um, But he figured that out, too, and I give him a lot of credit. And he's really important in our clubhouse. 25 homers, 84 RBIs. I mean, missed three weeks, maybe three and a half weeks. I mean, remarkable the way he plays defense, big hits. I mean, what what a player he's become. He's a complete player. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, and he does so many things, too, in the clubhouse. And I think he's a clubhouse favorite, and he speaks up. And uh, just I think the organization is really proud of the improvement that he's made in the growth as a player. And looks like looks like birds come out of it to the point where you know he, he you, do you feel comfortable with bird now where he is I mean has he shown you enough with the, you know he's hit five homers since he's come back he's you know he was so out of it that first sixty at bats his last sixty at bats have been you know rather productive yeah I mean I think he's made progress too and I think he'll continue to make more more progress as we move through these these next ten days so. Um, you know, we'll have to see. 
but I, I really think he's going to continue to make more progress. And Headley, you know, there's another guy who's fought himself to, to become, you know, that's a tough call for you who plays first base in one of those games. Yeah, it, it will be, but, I mean, we'll take a look at the matchup, you know, whenever, you know, if we get there and whoever we're playing, and we'll just do what we feel is best. You know, uh, having Holiday back, I think, even if he's not on fire, I think really gives the – I think he's that veteran anchor that that lineup needs. I think he, I think his presence is very important to this team. I think his presence is as well. On the field, off the field, in the clubhouse, I think it's really important because um, this is a guy that's been through it. I think guys look up to him. He's a guy that grinds out every at-bat and is, is unhappy and, and shows his frustration when he makes outs. He grinds through things. Yeah, I, I think he's really important to us. Do you are you comfortable where your two big sluggers are right now uh, at this point of the season? Where Judge is, where Sanchez is? I, I do. Um, I think they're playing really, really well, and um, you know it's good. You know, each one of them has went through their difficult times. You know, in their career, and and they've responded extremely well, and they've handled it extremely well, and they fought and fought and fought, and I like where they're at. Judge never let that big slump bother him. You got to nope. give him credit. He was the toast of baseball. He went through a long slump. He never see, he, he never blinked. He, he he really with everyone watching. He never blinked. No, I, I agree. Um, you know, I think he handled it well, and I'm sure it was eating him up on the inside. But you know, he's a worker, and he's got a real level head, and. He handled it extremely well and just kept a positive attitude and just kept fighting through it. You're going to need Tanaka in the postseason if you want to go somewhere. How do you feel about him right now? He's throwing the ball pretty well, you know, and this is a club that's seen him a lot, and uh, he's had some success against this club, but you know if you don't make pitches against this club, they hit the ball at the ballpark. So tonight's a, tonight's a good test for him. And, you know, if there's one guy in the pen that it looks like it got Chapman back. I thought the game he came in and bailed out Patances uh, with the guys on base, blew away Maurer, uh, was the best I'd seen him. Um, he looks confident again, so you've done a nice job of getting him back where you want. If anyone looks like they're still a little bit where you have to be a little concerned about them as far as their control, it would be Batances right yeah. now. How do you feel about him? You're absolutely right. We're trying to get him on track. We had him throw a side the other day trying to make some, some minor adjustments to get him you know, back to doing what we all know that he's capable of doing and getting some more consistency. Do you, do you feel comfortable now that – uh, your big closer is back to being who he is? Do you feel completely confident about him now, or is there still a little doubt? No, I feel good about him. I, I think what you've seen this last month makes me feel really good about him bailing people out of some situations and the way he's throwing the baseball. And how about Robinson's role come the postseason? Jack of all trades. Anytime I can use him to get out of an inning, to give me a couple innings. He's been, I mean, he's been dynamite for our bullpen, and his attitude has been outstanding, and He'll do whatever we ask him to do. Unflappable. And and, yeah. and and then there's the secret weapon with Green. Yeah. I mean, this kid has been absolutely amazing. So, you know, the one thing that we haven't done so far is using back-to-back, you know, because we've used him more of his multiple inning hey, guy, Has but... he not pitched two games in a row? He has not? Nope, he has not. Wow. But he has been special. Right. And in the postseason, you, that could happen, right? I mean, it, right. it could so, theoretically. I mean, you could probably go out against it if you wanted to. But, I mean, uh, you've never pitched them two days in a row. No, I, I don't recall that we've done it. So well, it's something we might do here. Just to see what it looks like. Yeah. What is the – How? Well, let me put it this way. When did you realize what you had with him? Uh, pretty quickly, once we saw him in the bullpen, we thought that 
you know, this could be a, a nice weapon to have. And, I, I, you know, in talking to Larry and, and some of our pitching people, Hark, they, they really liked what they saw, and they said, you know, this is a good role for him. Um, you can see his fastball's even playing up, and his fastball gets on people. And, you know, he might eventually be a late-inning guy is what he might be. I mean, that's what they looked at when they, when they talked about him, and it's kind of come to fruition. I mean, he's been – He's been a guy that we've been able to count on. And it, it, instead of being once every five time, five days, sometimes it's twice every five days that you can really count on this guy and get important innings. Is he is, is, is there a number of pitches that is max for him? When you look at him and you're figuring in a game, do you think I can get six outs out of him? Do you look at it that way? How many pitches do you think he has in when he comes into a game? About 40 to 45 is what we look at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's and that's more, is that more than anybody else, or would you think you could get that much out of Robertson? Uh, that's probably pushing a little bit for Robertson, um, but that's for, you know. 40 he's probably more probably than like, anybody else. So, yeah, so if yeah. you had a starter blow up, he's going to be your first guy to kind of settle the action down, right? If you're in the third, fourth inning, you could use him that early. Yeah, but but you could also you know bring in a Robbie, you know, if it's right. in the middle of an inning and have him go in an inning a half and then go to Greeny. Gotcha. Sort of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. But you can bridge the middle innings with those two guys and yeah. feel fairly comfortable. Really comfortable. Yeah, which gives you, you know, obviously in a big spot in a big uh, playoff game, if we've seen one thing the last couple of years is guys aren't afraid to go, you know, into the bullpen early and go into their big guys in the bullpen earlier. Well, I, you know, I think, I think the games are so precious that sometimes you have to do it. How do you feel about the competition right now? You know, looking at it, looking at Cleveland, looking at Houston, looking at Boston. How about those are good teams? Really, really good teams. There's a lot of really good teams in the American League. You know, when you look at the, the teams that are, you know, Cleveland's clinched, Houston's clinched, very, very good. Boston's very talented. So, obviously, you know, the first thing is to get in, but it's a tough playoff road. And I would think that, you know, the two teams that have played the best probably for the whole year are Cleveland and Houston. And Cleveland's been out of their minds the last month. You know, the idea in the one game, we've had the one game in town here twice, and the, and the home team hasn't scored a run yet. They've run into Keuchel, you guys, and then Mets, Bumgarner, and neither team scored a run, and obviously you don't want to face one of those monster hurlers. It doesn't look like you will, depending on who the competition is. Uh, anything you learned from last time, except obviously stay away from a great pitcher in the big game, but I mean, anything that you think about differently from that uh, one-game playoff this time? Yeah, I mean, there's not much. I mean, I brought our bullpen in pretty early in that game. Yep. You know, you and did. Yeah. we gave up bullpen gave up a couple of runs. But I mean, I think the key is that you got to score early. You want to score early and take a lead and, and and turn it over to your bullpen, and hopefully you don't run into a starter that has a great night. Will that make you because of the the depth and prowess of your pen? Will that make you very aggressive in those early innings of that game? Yeah, I think you have to see how your starter's doing. You know, if you know Sebi was to start, yeah. I mean, He's pretty darn good. Yeah, you're not going to be. He's not going to have a quick hook, that's for sure. And he's and pretty he, darn good. He's had a sensational year when you think about it, right? Yeah, he just he's had a really, really good year. I mean, he really hasn't had a real bad. I mean, I, I can only think of one start that was really terrible all year. I don't think there's uh, there's been anything else. The guy's had a an, really an enormously consistent season. He's grown up a lot this year, and he's been as consistent as any starter in the game. You know, I I know you don't want to take bows yet because it's not clinched, but you got to be pretty proud of what you've done with this team this year. I mean, you know, uh, I know that after that early twenty and five, you were probably thinking about, hey, we can get to the playoffs. 
playoffs. But you had your moments there where it got to be, you know, a little, uh, you know, a little tough for a while. You went through about six, eight weeks there when your team didn't play that well. Yeah, and we had a, you know, we had a number of reasons why we weren't scoring runs. We had some injuries. We had some bullpen issues. Some guys kind of went into a funk, and it was like the perfect storm. And we struggled, but I give our coaches and our players a lot of a lot of credit. The coaches for getting the players back on track, and the players just going out and playing at a high level. Well, listen, uh, you still got a little work to do, so uh, you got ten days left to do it. So uh, back to work. It's not time for the uh, champagne yet. So you got That's a couple, right. couple Thanks, more Mike. days yet. Thank you, Joe. All right, bye-bye. All right. So there you go. As the Yankees, let's be honest, there's seven games in front for the wild card. They're going to have the. They're going to at least be the host in the wild card. Minnesota has a lead. The Angels are slumping. Rangers, who are in Seattle this weekend, are on the rise, but they're in Seattle this weekend. Um, so we'll see what happens. They could see the Rangers. They could see the Twins. Twins would be the leaders. Angels would be second. Rangers would be third. Those are the three possibilities to come in for the one-game playoff. Yankees still, though, can win the division, but they are three behind with 10 to play. They would have to play four games better than the Red Sox to win the division. Four games better in 10 means if the Red Sox went four and six, Yankees have to go eight and two. So four and six isn't going to happen when they're playing teams that are either out of it or clinched. Eight and two is not, four and six is probably not going to happen. Red Sox have been playing equally good. They've both been playing very well of late. Both teams have been playing. I think the Yankees are 8-2 last 10. I think the Red Sox are 7-3 and three last 10. So they've both been playing good baseball. Uh, we'll come back with Bill Simmons. We have picks to do, a lot more to do. Uh, so we'll get it rolling right after this. 